Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Brent. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. Smell something? Did you, rat boy? Cue the theme song. Kippy, you're going to give that rat a disease. You've all been fully briefed, Mrs. Brady. Just don't call me Alright. What would you like us to call you? Sir? With all that's going on up in the world, you bring a nuclear weapon in here? Your Merv is a tactical nuke. Uh, 50 kilotons nominal yield, say, five times Hiroshima. Piece of cake, baby. Alright, let's uh, talk about one of the maybe most difficult movies to make ever. 1989, James Cameron, The Abyss. Or as the crew referred to it as, the abuse. It's abusive. We got uh, Ed Harris and Michael Bean and Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. And a slew of other people which are semi-recognizable, but some not. Yeah, there's so many problems that there's many nicknames and sayings. Some people said, um, the, uh, the abyss and then you die. Um, <laughs> the, uh, they had posters made up that said the abuse on it. Yeah. The uh, this movie, uh, if you ever get a chance to watch it, then go on to YouTube and there's a uh, documentary, about an hour long, 55 minute documentary about the making of this movie. And it will give you a bit more uh, appreciation for what it took and what everybody put into it to come out with this. It's called Under Pressure. Marvel. Yeah, it's called Under Pressure. That's right. Yeah. Thanks, Brent. A couple of people almost nailed it. A couple of people almost died and some of them had nervous breakdowns. And uh, apparently Cameron was uh, a bit of a bit of a tyrant on this one i think he kind of had oh. to be but uh yeah. yeah didn't we just talk about him in true lies and how he was a dick to arnold then too like <laughs> i think there's a theme he's with a Cameron. serious guy i actually though agreed with him on on him balling out arnold for like taking off with other crew members i mean i have no problem with him screaming him for that like i i, I, I mean, like to think screaming that he, is never the appropriate i guess way. unless he did it <clears throat> as arnold's voice what you doing <laughs> you can't go out and leave the set. <laughs> that is true that's <laughs> acceptable. all right the abyss um starts out uh, as a nuclear submarine has a little bit of an accident because there's some bright light and they were like i can't see in that guy's headlights and they they are driving too close to a wall it's pretty stupid down yeah. they go, and there's a deep core drilling crew. So remember, this isn't Armageddon. This is underwater deep core drillers. Yeah. Yes. So they, uh, they're they positioned um, a little bit better um, excuse to get these this team involved in the movie is that they're just the only ones close enough to act uh, on uh, doing a kind of a rescue mission. So they send down a Navy SEAL team, and they go off looking for the sub, and hijinks ensue. Yeah, I get a little contradiction with the military. Like, I'm not 100% sure. Are, is it, are they actually starting out as a rescue mission? Or are they just really worried about the Russians and want to protect their nukes? I, yeah, I think... I think it's more about the nukes. I think the people's the excuse. They're think, like, we'll see if there's any survivors. Yeah. But that's bullshit. That's like the cover story. You have to assume that those people are dead. I would definitely assume those people are dead. With the nature of the accident. I think they'd know that it was a severe accident, right? Not just like a they knew. grounding or something like that. Yeah, the when they when the crash is all happening and the captain asked them to launch the buoy, that's an emergency buoy that basically says, Hey, we're here and subs never want to do that. So something definitely drastic was going down. I think the uh the Navy knew and they wanted to get to site more to control the scene uh, in case the Ruskies did show up. And then the uh, American soldiers flying in the helicopter. Yeah, they do. Um, so, you know what? The way I just described this movie sounds like an okay movie that for hijinks to ensue, but then there's also aliens 
aliens are here hi how's it going so um one of my problems with this movie uh is that it seems like it's a weird mishmash of of two two things put together and i'm not sure the ideas gelled as well as i thought i thought um the abyss if you were to watch it and there was none of the alien stuff and this was a, a movie about a deep core drilling crew and they have to do this rescue mission and then there's some issues with the navy seals and what their true purpose is and there's a tension and with- a lot of tension and then some cool really cool underwater scenes like for 1988 when it was shot in 1989 when it was released i was like holy crap a lot of this stuff looks good and the, the methods they used uh but and- then throwing in some of the alien stuff yeah, you could have still had the whole cold, cold War theme going on. Yeah. Minus aliens. But those aliens only serve as like a, a God is in the machine type of thing. Like they're just a, a rescue device for well, they, later. They cause the issue and yeah. then they fix it. But that's the thing. Is that, that ship could have had an error, fucking crashed. It didn't matter why that machine, why that sub crashed in the first place. Yep. Then like John said, you have the rescue mission. You go down. Everything is the same except for the water face pokey drinky, which why did she drink his face? <laughs> and then... Uh, Ed Harris goes down at the end and he just dies. Yeah. Why not just die? Yeah, yeah. he could have c- killed himself to save the... Also, well, we'll get to end all of, of these movie. things later. We found a yeah. bunch of problems with all of this, but... Okay. So the, uh, so the Marines, some, for some reason, picked up... Navy. The, the Navy picked up... Uh, sorry. Army. Oh, I forgot because of the SEALs hat. That said, Brent pointed out, it says SEAL. <laughs> it's the dumbest fucking thing. He has like a team hat. He's wearing it backwards and it just says seal and they confirm <laughs> that they're seals in the movie so you know that's not his nickname because you'd never fucking give a nickname to a seal that is na- you're like but we'll call you seal one seal <laughs> one navy seal would be a seal yeah but i mean it's you don't wear a hat that says seal me. on it like, just me yeah. <laughs> but anyway so the point is uh, a couple of things that are maybe nitpicky but did they bring uh the the what's her name the wife yeah to, to the site to the site she goes with the army guys she said she was in houston so what the navy went and picked her up in houston and why does the navy give a shit if she comes they so, never so they never clarify that maybe she was already inbound but I, she came with them though. yeah but she so was like on they the went ship yeah, above. she Wasn't came she with them the no she no. was not the military brought oh, her yeah, on yeah, their yeah, choppers because her feet getting off the chopper is the oh, there's a woman on that thing yeah. women can't be there <laughs> and so anyway and so anyway that none of that makes any sense but then also, i don't mind that she's there because she did design the thing okay well that was the other question so they go down yeah and uh then me and brent kind of laughed at the scene where they're talking about the uh what was it the trembling and the hands and the oh the yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, precious psychosis precious psychosis <laughs> he, he goes to grab the thing and his hand shaking and then i said to colin i go should i mention this nah it's better i endanger everybody <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, a, he's hardcore though he's like he, i ain't telling nobody not, not only that psycho. though but so the scene where they're talking about it with the military in the little mm. sub mm-hmm. is like really bad because because she starts to mention it and then they start quoting it basically textbook all of the things to show that they've done their research and then the final guy's like in a partridge in a pear tree and i'm like you could have cut the scene right there but then she goes on to like discuss it for like another two or three minutes she's like one in 20 people blah 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 like she's giving them like brent said she's like she's giving them a lecture but like she knows that they're navy seals like yeah, they know how to fucking dive, and they know what happens. Yeah. And they also and, and he's told also her, like, we checked out. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and they also tell her. They also quote from the book all the things that would occur 
So then she keeps going on with it. So it's just heavy handed because they're setting up that someone's going to get this. So they want to have like a two or three minute scene where they're fucking like explain logging, which was really bad. Yeah, yeah, you don't need it. No, it, it would have been very brief. She said it. They they like they beak back at her and, and then that's over. And it's out of character when that guy sings to her because he's a fucking psycho and he gets mad and snaps at people for the smallest disturbance the rest of the way through the movie. But in that scene, when they're on the way down, he feels like singing. <laughs> <laughs> That's before the psychosis takes hold. No, but they're, they're I watch it really closely, and the actors, the I Navy think it Seals, was Parkinson's. The Navy SEALs are being <laughs> super douchey dicks to, to all of them the whole time. Until, um, so, so they get down there, and then they find out they have to go, and they're going to give them triple overtime or whatever. And so if you're... Which the, isn't worth it, no, by the way. No, and the thing that they bothered... They say that later, yeah. The thing that bothered he me that. was that so she says she she keeps talking about how it's her baby and she designed it. And then she's walking around with a wrench fixing things and I'm like, <laughs> these like, designers <laughs> know how to fucking like if so like I have like I, I had a friend who's an architect and if he designed a building, would he know how to fix it put in a toilet main? Yeah. You wouldn't know how she's to like, do that. She's like twisting valves. I, yeah. I, I do how know that when those systems go that? in, they're designed to run a certain way, but the reality is always different. Like you didn't take into account like the pressure at that quite that depth. So you had to turn that knob another quarter inch. And she's like, Reet! and then the whole fucking but as a station person, just sucks it out itself. But as a no, person, we learned that in Armageddon when Bruce Willis says like he knows what the machine can do. It oh, yeah. doesn't matter what the limits are. But, but as a person who designed it, though, <laughs> she wouldn't have designed every single system on the ship. She would have just designed the overall thing idea of it not Probably. like every little wrench ratchet turn pressure it's ridiculous turns yeah. out she was just the interior decorator and then later we find out that she's also better at driving submersibles than the girl who drives <laughs> submersibles which also <laughs> makes no fucking which, sense that other woman who drives submersibles is horrible at it she can't disconnect i know them. but she's yeah. like she's, this thing is being weird and i'm like it's it's stationary it's moving a bit, but get around the other fucking side but of it. When the other woman could catch the rope <laughs> yeah. with that arm yeah. for the nuke is flying away. She caught the rope. The other chick couldn't do a part of the job that is part of her job. <laughs> she even says when she's getting in, when the emergency, she's like, you should do it because you're better at these. How the fuck is the, the designer of the thing better at driving submersibles yeah. than the person they hired to drive submersibles? She, she does it in her spare history. time. I don't know. Maybe she designed submersibles too. And then so she can drive them? <laughs> she what came, the fuck? She came up through submersible. Oh, industry. her name's Lindsay. She went to submersible school. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay can do anything, by the way. Anything. Yeah, Lindsay's the best. She can even drown really yeah. well. And yeah. then come back after a short beating. So yeah. anyway, they go to the sub and then Brent pointed out this last night too. Like they kept telling everyone how everything was classified. But then what was it again with the nukes? Oh yeah, because they go, they're talking about that, that rebreather tank with the water, with the breathable yeah, yeah. fluid. Yep. And he goes, the guy just goes, so how deep can this thing go? And the guy goes, hey, that's classified. <laughs> and then later the nuke and somebody goes, what about that nuke? Like, how powerful is that nuke? Because the guy's like, this, 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 yeah. this, this. Like, like, he lays out the whole schematic. normally yield. I'm and like, then he, how is that not classified? And then he says, like, there's eight and a package of 12 yeah, or whatever. Try, yeah, so, yeah. like, he's giving her the whole schematics of the, the nuclear sub. Yeah, yeah. Like, but all of a sudden, we're buddies. <laughs> the, uh, an, uh, so another thing that annoys me was um, they were going to set this nuke off. Um, but they like, even though the guy is going through his HBNS, which is the high pressure neuro, nerve, nervous psychosis, which isn't actually a thing diving deeper than a hundred meters. So that, that kind of thing exists. I don't know if it manifests exactly in the way that they showed it, 
Uh, or if it is truly random chance, where even if you check out in a test, you could still get it next time. If that's the case, then being a scuba diver just got uh, really crazy or a deep, deep diver. Um, are we, well, we going to go in the chronological order of the mess that this movie is? Uh, so what about when uh, he meets his wife and then they like have their little argument and he throws his ring into the toilet? Yeah. I thought that was a weird scene too. And then he grabs it, and then later he touches her mouth with toilet hand. Yeah, yeah. The he blue. has toilet hand the whole movie, which that. is interesting. I, I don't like know the ring. Continuity. The ring saves his life. That's why Brent said you don't need the toilet scene. No, you don't need but that, and you, you don't need the ring scene though. But you don't need either of those things. No, probably not. You could do a different thing to show that he's attached to his ex-wife, and you don't need to have like that fucking toilet ring, and then the one scene with the ring later that yeah. catches in the thing. You could take both those out and you don't miss anything. Well, they actually That's argue true. about it the whole fucking time. So yeah. why are we need the rings? Did like, you, who oh, gives a fuck about the rings? Did cut you it. guys watch the extended or the regular cut? The regular. Okay, Hopefully good. Regular. Don't ever watch the extended cut. It's like 45 There's minutes some longer. There are additional scenes. Yeah, yeah. There are, and there are additional scenes of her asking him why he still wears the wedding ring. And he's like, oh, you never know. Divorce isn't final. The yet. extended cut. The alien. He types, love you, wife. And I was like, get the fuck. <laughs> no, but the stupid shit. The the extended scene has a whole nother story where the aliens are going to destroy Earth, destroy, destroy Earth with tsunamis. Yeah, there's and, a giant. And he has to talk them down. Yeah, there's a giant hundred foot tidal wave. How do they talk in the? Ex do they talk? No, they put up. They no. either show him like TV images. They do of them. It's humans. pretty much like the Fifth Element, where she's like flipping through the dictionary and it's showing all the war, oh, yeah, and they're yeah. like, "Look at all this war. You guys are just gonna destroy it. We don't like that." <laughs> yeah, but because he cuts the nuke, they realize that humans, even though yeah. they've killed millions, he he saved them, so they're yeah. okay. And, and they're then not they they actually them. repeat the "love you wife," where he's like, "Why'd you save us? Why didn't you kill us?" And it's like, "Love you wife," and he's like, "Oh, thanks, guys." Yeah, it's really bad. And then they're like, "We will now reveal ourselves to the world." Yeah, <laughs> but no, but so Brent was saying, "Well, let's get to that later." Yeah, Brent made that point later. But so they. So the chaos, the chaos happens when they get the, the nuke back from the sub. Right. And uh, they can't. Uh, oh, sorry. Ahead. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. So they, they get the nuke and their secondary plan is that they're going to send it back down to the sub and detonate it, I guess, before um, anyone can before get to crazy nukes. guy, before Michael Bean says he's going to send it down to the NTIs. Right. Um, but they would fuck it, They would have to know the effects of nuclear bomb at those depths. Um, other people seem to be quite aware of how much pressure that's going to create and going to turn their rig into a tin can. So why is it the Navy's plan that they're going to set off a nuke underwater? They're like, you're going to kill yourselves. Like that never made sense to me that that was like their, their plan B was arm the nuke and get ready to detonate. And, and the nuke, the sub is very close to where they are. I think they said it was 200 it's feet. It's not that far. No, it's, but, but the abyss where they s eventually send a nuke is like, like three miles down. 20,000 20, feet or something down. I don't well, think it was they, 15 when they, when we stopped, when we lost him for a while and then he fell for a while like with five no communications. Minutes. Yeah. And then the glowing light healed him. Yeah. And his fingers type better. Yeah. Imagine having a screen because back then they wouldn't have had a little LCD screen so he could see what he was typing. Mm -hmm. So imagine how frustrating that would be. You'd be like, I think that's what I'm typing. And yeah, like, he's just tapping keys. Love you, Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> or live, live you. He live did, you. He did misspell something. He'd be like, you mean your? There would have been way more than <laughs> that. With the apostrophe. Plus he would have been looking through the fluid. I don't know. Anyway. Um, the fluid's super red when he puts it in. Like, make a clearer fluid. Yeah. Um, so we have the, we have the, uh, the, the boat people up top now, um, who have the storm to contend with. 
And so that's their menace. We were also talking about how, so, so when the storm hits and stuff and the crane fails and falls off the boat above and comes down and yeah. it almost hits them yes. and falls over the edge, isn't the crane way smaller and lighter than the, the, the actual rig? 100%. So it yes. would be like a tennis ball pulling a bowling ball. Yeah. So also, why does it get pulled? It know. doesn't make any sense. Like there's physics don't apply. No. Also, why um, can you only disconnect that cable on the bottom? And why do you have to do it externally? Why couldn't you just like hit a button internally? That's what I was saying too. It? I was like, that should be an automatic like, and then it's gone. And why not from the top? Why? You're right. I never even thought about that. Why don't they disconnect from above? It yeah. makes zero sense. No one would design that being like, <laughs> what? So only, we'll only do it from the bottom? Yeah, that sounds really dangerous. And we, only no, have no, one, no. we only have one piece of machinery with the arm that can do it. Yeah. And, yeah. and we're going to rely on a human pilot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get it. It's right. your only fucking job. Right. What if, if there's spent? a storm? That sounds like the only logical reason we'd need to undo it. Wouldn't that make things complicated? <laughs> no. Why didn't they just Bottom. send Lindsay? Because Lindsay's the best. She's the best. They should have sent her up. They never send the best. Dude, it's because she's busy designing. Yeah. And the cast of characters, I actually really dislike the girl who drives the submersible. Yeah. Oh, so here's a question no, no. about her. She's out <laughs> driving um, cab, cab One or whatever they call it. And she's one night, right? There's a scene where she's out doing her thing. She's pulling the rig along as they're moving it. And Lindsay comes on the radio and she's like, hi. And then it goes to a picture of her and she's like, oh, hi, Lindsay. And then she sticks her finger down her throat. Do you guys remember that yeah, scene? Yeah, she gags. Yeah. Is she gagging herself because she hates Lindsay? Yes. Or is she like picking food out of her teeth? Because it's too quick a cut to really <laughs> no, get she, it. She, none of them like Lindsay. They all like Bud. Yeah. Well, Bud's awesome. But wow, well, he's Ed Harris. Yeah, Pick so. some stuff up around here, will you? It looks like my apartment. You got yeah. it, you got it, boss. And they're like, no problem, <laughs> micromanaging fuck face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe they don't like Bud. I don't know. They, he, those guys, kind of guys, never like their boss. Come on. But it is the stupidest thing. Later, when those guys come down, he's like, "We're not doing this," and they're like, "You've been authorized to do this, and you guys will do this." All right, but I'm the push. So, yeah, I'm the tool so push. I'm the there. responsible for everyone's safety. They're like, you know, we're the fucking military, right? Yeah, and they send down like four military guys who are like, what were they supposed to do? They're just supposed to like coordinate the rescue? I guess, yeah. And they had a... They Why had did a, they even need the help of these guys? Why didn't the four of them just take their subversible and go I think get they the needed, nuke? I think they needed the guidance around the sub and the equipment. Plus, the, I mean, the secret mission was that they needed to get a nuke out and... But so the four of them could have went by themselves using their fucking wig as a fucking base well, that's basically what they did yeah when they went and got the nuke why did they take any of those fucking wig divers in the first place i guess for the rescue operation which, maybe which maybe was fake anyway if i if my um uh, if my conspiracy self comes out maybe they needed some plausible deniability that they actually did a rescue mission maybe they needed the extra hands for the rescue mission because that sub is big right to yeah to, i guess to, to have a tank of air and get that maybe you know what i guess you could have like <laughs> There could have been some survivors. Yeah, well, there, there's some because it's a pressurized tank, right? Actually, one of the most frustrating scenes is when the sub gets its first huge hole, um, and the water starts flooding in. These two guys run to a hatch, and then they just can't close it, and the yeah. water flushes flushes in. I wonder if they had got that hatch closed, could they have at least survived 
for well, a little. So me and Brent were talking about where, what if they opened up a hatch on the exterior and that's where everyone was safe and dry. And like then they right just the let all bubble. the water in and they're like, no, no! they tap on some of the hatches, but you know they what do they, later. they needed Jonesy from the hunt for red October on the radar so that he could have been like, not freaking out like the guy on their radar was it's 180 knots. We need to get closer to the wall. I don't know why that was the plan. <laughs> they needed Jonesy to be like, he's in our baffles. Yeah, Jonesy. Well, I mean, they Pag- weren't very Paganini. good. At, they weren't very good at planning things. I mean, they they put a guy who's like a, the most obvious cutter in history in charge of the mission. I mean, he's not not <laughs> yeah. psychologically stable. No one noticed when he's cutting his arm under the thing. No one would notice as he got up to leave the room. He's like, "Thanks for the briefing on this alien." <laughs> Holy shit, dude! What happened to your arm? Oh, I was yeah. I get sad. I cut it with he's, my commando knife. Like most cutters would cut places where people can't really see because it's not a cry for attention. It's like a fucking, it's like therapy, right? Yeah. That guy is like right on the external of his arm with these massive on slices. On the top too. At least cut on the bottom. Like, Hi, my, my name is Bob. Talk to me about my cuts. Yeah. <laughs> Probably also when he was leaving, blood would be dripping down yeah, his that's finger what I'm saying. onto Someone the floor. Someone would be like, what happened? And, and the like, salt water uh, would sting. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Ouch. I never even thought about that. Yeah. That's yeah. not good. Michael Bean, you got to be a little bit more inconspicuous with I, your cutting. I do find him <laughs> <laughs> I do find him to be almost chameleon in this one. I don't kind of see Michael Bean. Maybe it's the mustache or I don't his think, accent. I don't think of him when I think of him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Okay. You know what I mean? Hey. I know. I when know I think saying. of Michael Bean and all the movie he's done, I think of The Rock and I think of Terminator. And he's like, in, he mostly plays an army guy or a seal. I don't really think of him in this. Maybe it's the mustache. I he think was it's the mustache. pretty much the second lead. He looks lead. kind of like a yeah. Freddie Mercury impersonator. A little bit. He's the second lead in Terminator. Yeah. I mean, that was his biggest role. Yeah. Oh, and then he did all small. Think about that. Jesus. Yeah. And then in Alien, he's the only, Aliens, he's the only one who survives of all the soldiers. It's true. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, until they kill him off for the next movie. Um, okay. So they go and they, they do their little rescue mission and we get, so now we start to bleed in little little bits of the of the aliens who are just, they're just shit disturbers. First, they cause the sub to crash. Then they cause Jammer to freak out and run away. Um, get his mixture screwed getting up. Getting his mixture all screwed up, which is kind of crazy. Um, and then uh, the only, I guess the only time the aliens come out and don't fuck everything up is when, uh, uh, what's her name, is out on the uh, in the water trying to make some repairs and the giant, the giant alien craft comes up in front of her. Mm. And then, yeah, because yeah, they do screw everything up when they come in with their little water snake. Yeah. Because that's what sets off the seals to want to like send down the nuke. Yeah, it's true. It's all their fault, actually. They should have let them blow up. Like, so this mo- what this movie does a good job of is creating tension from the limitations of their environment. Like, they're, they have limited time they can spend in the water. They have like air restrictions. They have big, heavy equipment that they, that they need to use. So there's a lot of like, we need to get this done in this amount of time. And there's only certain people who can master these certain pieces of equipment. So, Except like, Lindsay can do everything. <clears throat> she's the best. um and i can't even imagine the training these guys like would need to work in a rig like this like would it be i wonder if it would be a similar case where surprisingly a lot of people in the navy don't learn how to swim they're on the boat and they're working in the ocean but a lot of them don't know how to swim maybe the maybe the navy has changed its rules on that but uh i wonder if these people would be like divers or would it be like almost never necessary for only a few members of that crew to be out diving in the water? I don't know. There are, <laughs> really se- 
Do you mean the army guys? No, the the deep core. Oh, team. the drillers. Yeah. I don't think the guys who are like the wrench turners need to know how to swim with it. I feel it. like yeah, if you're because this is an experimental underwater yeah. platform, yeah. so nothing like this exists. So yeah. I am betting you because look at how small the team is on that. Also, completely fucking unrealistic. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they shift every one they of those. One guy on. Yeah. There's just not that many people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's Maybe doing this tonight? I don't know, man. We're out of people. <laughs> Everyone's stressed as fuck. Yeah, yeah, you'd be overworked, man. But it's um, every one of those guys would know how to dive on that team in an experimental underwater thing like that with too many things that can go wrong. Those guys would all be divers. Well, and their diving equipment was cool. Yeah, and they'd have they'd have everyone would have a suit because that would be the only vac, right? Like yeah, that thing's not just not going topside all of a sudden if there's a problem. Like they have to. So I'm just reflecting back on something Colin said about um, what is her name, Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio, on the movie? Um, Lindsay. Lindsay, right? So Lindsay, the fact that she's there for this crisis could make sense because she designed the rig and she'd have to know what was going on in order to make some of the repairs. But the fact that she's just coming down with the seals and shows up on site because there's going to be a rescue operation on her rig makes no sense at all. Another thing that super bugged me was that. Uh, right after the big accident with the, the crane that weighs more than the rig <clears throat> goes down, um, she makes a point to say we have super limited oxygen. That's our hugest problem is oxygen, like 12 hours. Maybe I could get it to 16 or something like that. And then after that conversation, there is never another moment of concern for their oxygen or survival. Yeah, that never comes up. No. Well, it does a little bit at the end when they're like, we're in rough shape and you need to get down here. But yeah, they, they but never talk about it again until the end no. of the movie. And but there's they, no... They could just be in rough shape and you need to get down here at the yeah, end of the Yeah, because we don't have food. That. We're going to run out of... Like, yeah, there's no ticking. Water, there's no we're ticking. drinking piss, you know, that kind of... Yeah, there's no ticking <laughs> clock. They, they, they put it in there to almost raise the stakes and then never talk yeah. about it ever again. They never follow through. And yeah. like, so Bud's running out of air and then they're sitting around all defeated. But it, I didn't get the sense that it's because they were also running out of air. It's just like, this is boring because we can't communicate with anyone. I'm sick of talking to you fucks and Bud's dead. Mm -hmm. One of the best scenes though, I think, is when they... When put, them, put the rat in the Ziploc? Oh no, that was funny though too. Oh, yeah, sorry, I, me and Brent were talking about what a bad <laughs> idea that is because can it, it can't got, breathe in a Ziploc. like five minutes of life. Yeah, yeah, that's the way that you ensure it dies. <laughs> Did you know that gets that, away from you? Yeah, because it could probably swim. Yeah, that get to a hard. Yeah, part. Well, actually, probably rats could. are the best at surviving. So why? And they never do it in a ziplock. No. <laughs> no, no, that's true. So that rat um, died after the movie, and yeah. then they couldn't get it to be part of promotional things. They also actually put that rat in the breathing fluid because that breathing fluid exists. Yeah, that scene where they did that is like they actually did that to the rat. They did it to three rats or something like <clears throat> that. Yeah, and then they, they have to hold rats. it up and let it drain. Otherwise, it would drown on the fluid after it came out in the auction. So I was like, holy fuck. I didn't think that shit was actually real. Uh, uh, except for when Ed Harris did it, when they just piped water inside his helmet and he had to like shoot scenes with his helmet full of water. Yeah, what he the didn't fuck? like that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's what I'm saying. This movie was fucking crazy. It is crazy. If you watch the documentary, it's fucking insane what they did to these poor people for, for fucking his glory. And then the movie ends up being not so good. Well, he did it to himself, too. I mean, this guy was like underwater for like 12 or 14 hours a day. Like, yeah, that's crazy. He was watching. Cam Cameron is a psycho. Like, he yeah. works hard. He was watching dailies underwater on a little <laughs> monitor because he had to decompress to come out because he was under so long. So yeah. I'm not saying he wasn't fucking working. What I'm saying was his expectations of everyone else was like real high. Yeah. And he pushed these people to limit. Well, he pushed Ed Harris to a nervous breakdown. He pushed 
the well, he almost who, killed him. Yeah, the so. woman who plays Lindsay to a nervous breakdown. Both of them didn't want to return to the set because they were so terrified and they almost drowned. And yeah, like what the fuck? Like yeah. you just don't usually have to worry about that as an actor. Your life and like gear that's dependent on your life and. And then he wanted to get shots with them with no gear. Yeah. So they dragged like, her without a respirator. And those guys had her under, like that's her. They're, they're dragging her underwater, and she has no breather. So it's like you get like maybe thirty seconds, and then get the get the breather in to and, her. And Ed Harris had to swim underwater to the moon pool with no respirator, and he would always have to wave his hand at his neck when he like needed air. Yeah. That's scary shit. And he's too far below I to swim to the could surface. Do, I don't think you could get away with that today. I don't think studios would allow that. Yeah. Not in, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. You mean with the insurance? Yeah. How did the insurance allow it then? I don't know. Like this was 89. Did they, All like, new equipment. They created equipment for this and how would that get like approved? And, and yeah, no. The interesting thing so. actually about the equipment and that liquid breathing thing is since this movie, I've never seen that diving equipment in use again. I've never heard of the liquid breathing again. No. Other than this movie. Have you guys ever heard about that no. stuff? No, I, I did read something a long time ago that it wasn't as easy to use. Yeah, or? it wasn't as easy to use or there was some major flaws in it or something right. with that fluid. Tell that to the rat. <laughs> yeah. Maybe no. that's why the Maybe rat died as, and they're like, shit. Yeah, no. Maybe it's not as practical as they make it out to be where it would be really great for deep, deep diving. It seems like, like that's actually a really... <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that technology to me did make sense. Like, you know, the pressure or whatever, but like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah it made sense to me too. I, I, cool. I bought it. And I actually the it. effects are all really good in this movie. The effects all hold up except for the arm that looked like a Beetlejuice uh, claymation. And it's true. Um, it's the weird, weird alien thing. I don't, I don't think the aliens in this look good at all. No, like, the I, aliens don't. And I at times they, they look okay. At times they look okay, but I just, I'm not big into them. The I design just, you mean of them. Yeah. That <laughs> and the practical inclusion in the movie, like <clears throat> some of the, a lot of the scenes are green screen or blue screen, whatever they end up doing. Some of them are models that they used in the water, like, and they had puppeteers doing them. That stuff looks okay, but some of the bigger craft stuff and I, I wasn't, I wasn't into that. I just, with this movie, it, the aliens don't belong. I don't like them in this movie at all. And and I feel like because it was gonna, I think the extended version and the script Cameron wrote, and the version he wanted to put out was about over three hours long. Yeah. With all of the tidal wave stuff and how the aliens were gonna wipe out the human race, and once they cut all that stuff, it makes even less sense. But I also watched the extended version, and it's worse. It's horrible. It's oh. worse than this. Yeah, because this movie should be shorter, never longer. Yeah, this should have been an hour 40 movie about a deep core drilling team that had to do a sub That's rescue. That's it. No aliens. Yeah. And I like I like the weird alien twist in a lot of stuff. And I could see like how that might be something that kind of piqued his interest, but it doesn't fit here. I think you could have edited out all of the aliens without having to reshoot a damn thing. Oh, absolutely. Maybe. None yeah. of the alien stuff is necessary. And then he dies under the you water. You wouldn't even need to see how the sub crashes. You actually, you don't even have any of that opening with the US sub. You no. just say the sub crashed. How? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Okay, cool. Everyone's dead? Okay. Let's go for it. And then here. also, you could have the whole Russian conspiracy and it was the Russians or whatever. Sure. They were testing a new piece of gear. Yeah. We never get to see it. We only hear that it's really fast. Yeah. That's it. Totally true. <clears throat> Um, I think you could have done it. I don't know how you would have e had the ending. I, Brent said Ed Harris dies at the bottom, and that's not a bad ending, but I don't know what you'd show after that. Like, yeah, because Could you Michael just show Bean... him sitting there, like, in the pink glow of the light, and then it just fades to black and the credits play? 
<laughs> but there wouldn't be a pink glow. He would just go down. He'd be like freezing, shivering, whatever. And then maybe a moment of fucking adrenaline. He he's able to unscrew the thing. He's he figures he's dead anyways, so he cuts the wire, which he does because he doesn't know which fucking wire it is. Yeah. So he just like he's like this one, and he would do that, and it would be even more heroic because he knows he's dead, and he's yeah. just taking a shot because he's the only chance to get, that they have. Yeah. And he does it, and he's the fucking champion of the world, and yeah. then he dies, and everyone cries a little. Yeah, because he says, still here, and then they're like, oh, you come up, and he's like, no, I'm not going to make it. And they're yeah. like, no, it's so sad. And then he could just type the yeah. last, they could show him, like, kind of fade up from him, like, lying there with that green light, and then it would go inside to the screen, and he could type, love you, wife, and that would be the last of him. And then you see her look over, and the ring is sitting there. Yeah, hey. Oh, and then the we music swells. did it again. And then the music swells, and it's directed by James Cameron. Yeah, <laughs> I guess James yeah. Cameron would have been pissed. Yeah, if the studio would have done that. Because instead, what we get is he, he goes, he gets picked a big up, fucking mess. He gets picked up by the aliens. He goes down into their magic tunnels, into their magic city, for fuck's sake. Which and they then, let him walk out of. How do you walk out of those tunnels? It was wild. I don't know. It was like down. It was a maze of shit. Yeah, like, that's what Brent said. Brent was like, "You couldn't find your way out of it that." All looks You'd have the to same. So, okay, before, before I get there, How I, did they find where they're going? one of the Navy SEAL guys, the medic is completely, uh, he's cool, right? Cause he's like, I don't get what's going on. You're going crazy. You're having the psychosis and I should have maybe said something before, but there's the other Navy SEAL sidekick guy who wears the Rambo headband. Who's mm -hmm. like, shut up, man. He's, he's, the, we got to do it. I'm secretly in love with him and I'm going to do whatever he says. Yeah. So. I felt the vibe. So he turned he turned that <laughs> way really hard and was following like blindly. Anything that happens down here is up to us. And he's like super into it. So they duct tape that guy after Jammer wakes up from <laughs> That's his thing. They funny. duct tape him to a chair, which is great. And he looks has this look on his face as they're like, fuck, whatever, man. But yeah, then when the was. when the aliens raise the big city up at the end and they're all jumping out of the the deep core. Um, he's untied yeah. and his buddy's helping him and they're all smiling, looking around in wonder. And I'm like, they wouldn't have fucking untied that guy. They'd be like, oh, your buddy's in there. He's still tied up. Brent said that he he's tried like, to they're kill all us. friends. Yeah. They are all friends. <laughs> and nobody is like, nobody on the ships are, are at all concerned about what just happened. They're all smiling and like alien contact has been made. Even the, even the by guy. By the way, they would, oh, sorry, they would no. be fucking no, losing their shit. I They'd be like, ah. It would absolutely be terror. Because I don't be know if you've ever seen fire. things that are like all of a sudden like crazy in front of your eyes that you've like witnessed that you didn't expect. And it's like terror sometimes. Like I one time was driving and a jet flew behind me and just the rumble of the jet coming. Like I didn't know what was happening. I didn't see it. I just all of a sudden was like, this is fucking scary. What is happening? And then yeah. the jet was like over top. And I was like, oh, I shit my pants. These guys have like... 70 football fields worth of alien glowing fucking purple and pink blue ship coming up and Ed Harris walking out of some tube and like <laughs> fucking Navy destroyers would be tipping over yeah, all over like, this thank thing. Thank God all those Navy ships were flat bottomed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So they just sat there. And they also sat on, they were all high centered on those things. Yeah, so they, they which didn't, is great. Yeah. <laughs> Instead it would be like, oh shit, that shit flipped over. All, of, all of the destroyers and stuff would have flipped over on this hard surface. Yeah. All of them. And, and the and other ones would have started like, shooting. What and, if one yeah, was hit totally. by one of the tall towers and then raised up 150 feet and then fell off sideways? We'd be like, oh. Pe people would have also been screaming and crying 
Yeah, yeah. And it would have been crazy. Yeah. It would have been Terrifying. insanity. But instead, it's fucking Chris. Um, what's his name? Chris Elliott. Yeah. And he's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, he is totally goofy. Yeah. He's um, like, this is great. I also was saying the branch. You know how they look so. Um, you know how they look so angelic and beautiful in the water. <laughs> it would have been funny if they walked out behind Ed Harris. And they're all dried up and weird looking. They're like, <laughs> they would have just been sliding on the ground like like a jellyfish. Yeah, Brent said they would have like they would have flopped around on their bellies because they, like, they can't stand because they've never been on solid ground. <laughs> <laughs> they would have been shooting them. They would have been they were like, kill it. They also it. now we know it from hurts the me like it's my friend. <laughs> that would have been a way better ending if they just started <laughs> shooting them. We know from the extended cut that they can control anybody who water. Hasn't, anyone who hasn't seen this movie recently doesn't know what the fuck yeah, we're talking seriously. about. They're don't, just like scratching their heads. Don't even we, waste your time. We know from the extended <laughs> cut that they can control water because they had the huge tidal waves poised to kill probably you know the first couple of kilometers of land before Lindsay. mankind would come together and like take retribution but um in this movie they are able to clear the hurricane away yeah they, they look up and ed harris is like all right let's go and they're like snap the weather is fine yeah and i was like the maybe dissipates. that's a coincidence maybe the weather just naturally dissipated but they make a point to show the commander on the boat go oh the weather just cleared up like nothing i don't know what happened <laughs> so the aliens are magic yeah so they can <laughs> they cause hurricanes she also <laughs> talked to, yeah so were the aliens Fuck causing gosh. the hurricane in the movie to make the tidal wave Maybe. I mean, no. In the why did they cuts. maybe they didn't cause it? Maybe they can just clear it up, which means like now mankind has a great new ally in these slimy fucking water aliens <laughs> and they'd be like, "Oh, there's a hurricane coming. Can you just snap your fingers and make it go away?" And they'd be like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> "Man, see. if people can't handle different races like just with different skin color, just wait till they see fucking jellyfish people with Julie weird dick fingers. <laughs> Those things are going to fucking disturb the races it, it, big time." It would have been so funny. If, if they would have showed them like <laughs> flopping around on the top of the ship of their ship and stuff and then they're like flopping around they're like kill me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> end my suffering <laughs> uh, and then Harris and, is like stomping heads as soon as Ed Harris was debriefed he'd be like they almost killed us but they didn't and then the human like the Americans would just be like they're a threat to national security <laughs> they know too much we well, need giant blow dryer <laughs> weapons <laughs> dehumidifiers <laughs> to the front line fuck yeah. Perfect. I, I watched uh, really closely the commander on, on their uh, rig or above. The one who sent the men down was like, you got to go to plan B. Bald oh, Super Dave? Eating a sandwich? No, not Bald Super in Dave. Two hours. The sandwich guy. <laughs> sandwich guy. I remember <laughs> Colin, his, his Colin drew particular exception to him having a sandwich. <laughs> because out of the blue. <laughs> Tinfoil. Where did yeah. that come from? <laughs> That's oh, fuck. I was telling Brent. He brought it from home. His wife made it. And then Brett was like, what were you like? Egg salad. Yeah, I was like, it's six weeks old. Egg salad. It should have God, been, I miss her. It should have <laughs> <laughs> been tuna. And everyone's like, tuna? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only albacore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so anyways, I was watching him really closely. And he had a big smile on his face when the alien things came up. He did. He was super he pleased. He had a big smile. He'd be the one that was freaking out the most. He'd the be most. That's what was in his sandwich. <laughs> Jelly people. <laughs> he would have been on the phone or he would have been on a communication of some kind 
telling people like send everything you got everything and Planes. there were other ships in the fleet right and i'm guessing those were army ships the ones that were gonna flip so over? there were only certain ones that were caught on the yeah. alien city and then the rest would be like uh come to bear 315 open fire yeah no one took a picture by the way someone <laughs> should have been like <laughs> yeah i mean it was 1989 nowadays everyone would just have their phone up and oh, they'd be experiencing phone, yeah. the alien meeting through their fucking screen yeah they'd they be wouldn't be Periscope. watching the aliens they'd be on instagram being like oh i made first contact today yeah, <laughs> selfies with the ship yeah <laughs> totally but they'd have to touch up the photos before posting them so they'd look all flawless skin and my yeah. life is dope no filters y'all <laughs> <laughs> that is where it would have been. It would have been Instagram. Everyone would have been Instagramming the alien arrival. Yeah. That's what it's going to be when the aliens show up. Oh my God. Everyone's going to be standing with them doing selfies. Aliens will think that they have to talk to our backs because of all the selfies going on to be like, oh, turn your back to me, human. Geraldo, first on site to open the door. <laughs> aliens will fucking DD because they'll fucking come down and everyone will just be wanting to take pictures with them and shit. And I'll be like, what the fuck is with these people? Yeah. This is like weird. And they'll be like, get the fuck out of here. These guys aren't worth our time. Until <laughs> they get a magazine cover and then they're fucking all about that and, life. And then, yeah, and then all of a sudden the alien's like, how come you didn't filter me? I look like shit. Yeah. <laughs> my bioluminescence isn't coming through well enough. <laughs> hey, bro, you're cutting my glow, okay? <laughs> I'm too transparent. <laughs> <laughs> Watch oh, this movie. Oh, my God. Uh, it's not even worth a laugh. Like it, this movie to me, it's not funny until like you talk about it like this. But I got, I'm gonna call it. I don't know. Do we need to talk much? No, more about we this? shouldn't have talked this long. There's a lot of potential, which is what's so disappointing to me. If it, if it cut all the alien bullshit out. How much did this fucking movie cost is what I want to know because they built that goddamn tank with the fucking things in it. It's got to be a bazillion. I'd say like a hundred million in '89, easy, which would be like fucking 150 today yeah i'd have to be more than that you could it? google the budget it's got to be fucking expensive anyways i'm gonna call it to you and say giant piece of shit that's my <laughs> new category that's my new category james cameron fucking strikes again but it's it, like i said this is it's so sad and disappointing because it could have been a, it could have been a good movie about a sub rescue with some tension could have been a lot shorter you could still make this good with this with what you have filmed you could cut it into a good movie yeah he's got to have extra scenes and everything and just get rid of the aliens what the fuck like why why did it have to be about aliens you can get all the same themes covered it's a human story it's a redemption story uh, Lindsay and Bud could like refine their shit. Like, there's so many reasons why Lindsay could have drowned. Actually, all of that stays the same because the aliens have nothing to do with it. You get a psycho Navy SEAL. Yeah. Uh, it's a waste. It makes it super disappointing. This movie does not hold up. It's actually, yeah, kind of a big piece of shit now. Colin, would Damn you like it. to reiterate your stance? Uh, no, but I just want to know did he write this by himself? Because I bet he did. You know, Is he credited only himself. That's what he does. Other people contribute and he just. But like three himself. people. Like, James. <laughs> The thing I like about about Cameron though is that he is so fucking fascinated with like the water and underwater exploration that he does a lot of these movies just to fund this, right? Like Titanic, it was all about this. This one was all about this. He has another one coming up. Uh, oh, I the heard. fucking the crazy ones, the he's making animated av ones. Four the more avatars? avatars. Yeah, he's got four or six more. Four. Planes. What? He's got oh, four man. more. Six more? No, it's four. four. It's four. But still, it's going to be four three-hour like movies. Packed no with uh, good content. The budget for this, they say, it was forty-seven million. That's and only crazy. made ninety million. Like, That's still super low. I, that feels too low. Uh, for what? For man. Okay, everybody, watch that under pressure doc because you got to see what the they built. 
to the, get this done. So it's the doc, crazy. the doc is better than this movie. Yeah, more enjoyable. But you have to watch the movie to understand what they're doing in the doc. But if you look at aliens, are true. If you look at aliens, are true lies. There are multiple people credited as writer. Yeah. But every time you see him, generally as the writer himself, it's usually not that good. I think Terminator Two, you may have been the sole writer. Yeah, he's the sole writer here, written by. Yeah. So like, I mean, I feel like his he's just not that good of a screenwriter, to be honest with you. I it's how I feel anyway. I, I feel think like it's he's one of those things director. like with Lucas, where he's not getting honest opinions on the on those shit or Maybe. he's not asking for him because once he um, did terminator and once yeah. he had co-writers yeah. though like when he had co-writers though maybe the collaboration was stronger and people were like kind of guiding guiding taking his ideas and like improving upon them mm -hmm. yeah i mean that that's every good writer i feel like has to have that anyway i don't think like, it's exclusive <clears throat> to james cameron as a filmmaker, like as getting behind the camera and planning like what needs to get done, like the Abyss is a technical marvel for the time. Unbelievable what was achieved and the look and the feel and like real sets. Everything was real. Like the 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 NTIs are CG and they're the worst part of what what the look and feel. But like yeah. they beat they built that rig. They built all the suits, all the new technology, all the underwater shots look fucking phenomenal. When yeah. he's falling down the abyss they were actually pulling him sideways to to get the look that they wanted oh that's cool on a huge rope which was really dangerous because that's where he almost died yeah because um, he couldn't have any breathing apparatus yeah he had the fluid and <clears throat> anyway so it was like fucking madness um and it's just it, it seems like such a wasted opportunity and there's no you can't deny his dedication like he's underwater the most that, that's one of the things with the interviews with the actors they're like they're complaining and then they stop for a minute and they're like but he was right there with us he was doing more he was going like crazy doing this stuff so what am i going to complain about yeah like michael bean especially is very like i'm not complaining about anything this was a hard movie to make but he was like crazy and ed harris same thing yeah i don't doubt his passion i just i it's just his writing like it's just it's the his, writing and is like you gotta you gotta be able to be open to people's honest opinions yeah for me it would be like was this a hard movie to make? Yeah. Are you rich or famous? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. With me. Should you have made this movie? No. No. Because it no. doesn't hold Just up. not this movie. Just a little different. Get rid of the aliens. What mm -hmm. are you doing? All right. The Abyss. Piece of shit car. Yeah, that's my new ranking system is a giant piece of shit. I call that also. This, is, this would be like one of the biggest disappointments of a movie that we've done for me. Could have been, could have been really cool. Not, not amazing. Not the best movie ever. Not an Oscar winner, except for the technical shit. But it could have been like a fun movie to watch every couple of years because underwater shit could be cool. Because we had what Deep Star or um, Leviathan, some other underwater movies that are just fucking trashy. Um, this yeah, one. there hasn't been any any really good ones. There's been good sub movies like Hunt for Red October. But yeah, we got to do that by the way. Yeah, that's a great one to put on the list. All right, yeah. and we'll put Crimson Tide on so we can say that probably doesn't hold up, but maybe it does. I don't know. Crimson Tide's a good one too, I think. Maybe. All right, uh, you heard it here, Abyss. What a flop. Okay, enjoy yourselves. Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.